and carry the show where we don't just report on French science, spirituality, claims of the paranormal. No way. We play board games ourselves. Yep. When they make the claims and issue Milton Bradley board games about them, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Russ Blotcher. I'm Carrie Poppy, and that has always been our intro. I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> Correct. listener. Yep. This is a fun investigation that started with a birthday gift. Yeah, Ross just had a birthday. This is what Carrie gave me for my birthday. It is a board game. It or is. Or is it? Is it? Is it's it? for ages 10 to adult. For, you're over 10. It's for one or more players. We are one or more. Uh-huh. Where one or more are gathered in Kreskin's name. It is made in the USA. This is... Kreskin's ESP. If you are of a certain age, you may recognize the name Kreskin. Mm -hmm. There was the amazing Kreskin. That was the name he went by. He would go on Johnny Carson or something. Yeah. I'm a little too young for Kreskin. I think you are too. As am I. Yeah. I had to read up a lot because I'd heard the name mostly through the circles that we have flown in within the skeptical community, the James Randi crowd and other mentalists illusionists, magicians, they talk about Kreskin. This is a funny thing about having worked with James Randi is now I'll just have these associations like I hear the name Kreskin and I'm like, oh, a Randi person. It's oh, right. like, oh, a person Randi vilified and <laughs> right. you know, couldn't stand. But now I don't remember all these different magicians apart who were pretending to be psychics or whatever. So they're just all like Randi's friends in my head. Right. And in the same way, I had this kind of negative association with Kreskin, but it was sort of a semi-negative, where he was maybe one of those magicians who were sort of on the bubble. Mm -hmm. So he did call himself a mentalist. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if he was one of the first to do that, because it seems like it's a relatively modern term. Oh, interesting. So I wouldn't be... He didn't use that term, didn't he? Did he say he was a mentalist? Okay. I think so. But I'll I'll tell you later about one particular magical celebrity who had a very negative association with Kreskin that always kind of just, in my mind, made him suspect. Okay. But yeah, this kind of brings to mind this whole spectrum within magic where you have performers who learn skills. Oftentimes it's card tricks. Sometimes it's close-up magic. Sometimes it's stage magic. There's all these different flavors of magic. And then there's all these different flavors of magicians from the ones especially in the skeptic crowd, who will say, I am fooling you. Mm -hmm. I'm maybe not going to show you how, or maybe I'll give you an idea of pieces of what I'm doing here, but I don't have any special abilities. This is trickery. Mm -hmm. This is an art form as well. Enjoy the entertainment value of it. Whereas on the other end of the spectrum, you have people who use some of these same tricks, but then say, well, I know this from psychic sources, or I have powers. On that end, you have the people like Uri Geller, Mm -hmm. who was a mystifier. I think that's the term he likes using now, who James Randi went after for years. He he was James Randi's white whale, essentially. Right, right. He wrote like a whole book debunking everything he did. The truth about Uri Geller. Yeah. Uri Geller in particular, uh, he started as a spoon bender. Yeah. But he has all these other, you know, little tricks that he would do, like restarting stopped watches and stuff like that. Uh, But he's definitely on the side of that spectrum where he would say that he had 
actual abilities. And then everywhere in between, you have magicians who will maybe say to the audience, yeah, I have these abilities, but then they'll offer little disclaimers or they'll be kind of murky and in between. Yeah, you've got your Darren Browns right there in the middle where it's like a little more on the side of the intelligentsia rather than the hocus pocus part, but still will say... I'm tricking you, but not in this particular way. And sometimes it is in that particular way. Right. So he's getting you at least in your head about it, but then probably still misleading you a bit. Yes. Yeah. Darren Brown's a great example of that, where he'll then spell out this really intricate series of psychological things that he's setting out for you. Earlier in the performance, I said this, and that's what made you know. Right. (laughs) It was all way more predestined than that. And having now watched a bunch of Kreskin performances, I can say he's very much in that category where he'll offer these disclaimers Mm. in his performances and he'll say, no, I'm not psychic or, you know, I'm a mentalist, but I'm not using any powers. But then he'll throw in all kinds of weasel words and terms and he'll talk about mesmerism, uh, hypnosis, and he'll kind of do all the same things. But then he'll decry all the other hypnosis and say they're lying to Uh, you. And uh he he creates this ugly, confusing soup where you Mm. don't know what's up, what's down, what's left, what's right. And he makes, I, I don't know, I feel like he talks out of both sides of his mouth. And one thing he very clearly states is that he does have this ability that he's cultivated to hear thoughts. Oh, okay. Yeah, he states that outright. So I put him... If accurate, not great. So I I think if you have this kind of center line on that scale of magicians, I think he's definitely crossed over to the side of the deception. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in Mm. the 60s and 70s, there was a lot of ESP research going on. We're going to talk about ESP, extrasensory perception. And so you had people like James Randi and you had parapsychologists, people who purport to study these phenomena of moving things with your mind, telepathy, telekinesis. Spoon bending, table levitation, Mm -hmm. seances. Right. Yes. Although this wasn't the heyday of the seance. This heyday of the seance was a little earlier, but it was still around. The use of pendulums Mm -hmm. and other magical accoutrements. So there are people who have this kind of specialty where this is the sort of thing they study. And then you had sort of a generation of magicians that came in, starting with James Randi, saying they're using tricks and scientists just aren't used to detecting deception, deliberate deception. Mm -hmm. And so then they would show, well, here's how the lady was determining the cards with her eyes closed there was actually a little gap in the blindfold. And look, if we block it just this way, she can't do it anymore. The The ability goes away. Right. You know, or look at this table tipping being done by the psychic at the seance. If I tie his hands in a certain way, suddenly the table can't tip. Right. Oh, we built the table so it doesn't have a fulcrum there. <laughs> right. We didn't allow them to put their hands on the edge. You know, all of a sudden it doesn't float. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit of the context around this game that we're about to look at that Carrie got me as a really fun birthday gift. Yeah, I've always wanted this game. And then when I saw saw a complete set of it, I was like, you know, I bet Ross has always wanted this too. And it turned out you'd never heard of it. I hadn't. I Uh, can't believe it. Yeah. It's long been on my sort of like, oh, I got to get one of those someday. Well, I'm so glad. Yeah. I'm so glad you did because this really sparked a lot of fun 
research that overlaps and explains a lot of other things I've read about. And and sure enough, it's a complete set from 1966. And listener, I invite you to just picture the letters ESP and ask yourself immediately what the art looks like when you <laughs> picture ESP, because you've probably got it. Because it, it really is this moment of paranormal claims that is stuck in the like 50s to 70s, mm-hmm. has this very specific aesthetic, mm-hmm. big, bold, beautiful colors. Yes. Everyone's drawn rather than photographed, of course. If you were to print this on a printer... You're only paying for five, six colors, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I love it. I love this kind of art. But oh, the design is uh, fantastic and very yeah, representative of the era. Totally. Yeah, if I can do a quick uh, attempt at describing it. Yeah. So this board game itself is a very widescreen rectangle. So picture almost a foot tall by maybe almost two feet wide. It says slightly tilted, very bold letters. Kreskins is in all caps and it's bright red. And ESP, as Carrie said, looks just like you would imagine. It's bright yellow, and the E, the S, and the P are, moving. are kind of staggered. Yeah, they're jittering, so there's little wavy, wavy lines coming off the top. Picture the letters going, ooh, it looks like that. And then above Kreskin's ESP, it says, do you have extrasensory perception? And the ESP are highlighted in yellow, which is very helpful for anyone who doesn't know that term. Uh, and then behind all that, you've got... These blue and black streaks looks like a, maybe a, a stage curtain. Oh, maybe a curtain. I get it as like his aura. Or radiating you know, like, waves yeah. of power. Power coming off of him. Yeah, and then uh, leaning off to the right-hand side, you see the illustration, the painting of Kreskin himself. Which is so dope. Who looks not unlike a young Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. He, he's got, you know, the oh, totally. kind that of a funny. similar look. Big nose, thick lips. Hot. Black rimmed glasses. Yeah, short hair that's combed up. Uh, Just thinking of Kreskin from now, all the performances I've seen, he had almost kind of like a Carl Sagan look and feel to him. Oh, okay. uh, Interesting. When he was doing his show, The Amazing World of Kreskin, but uh, obviously a very different niche that he found for himself in life. And going back to this illustration, he's wearing, you can tell, a suit because you see cufflinks and a blue dress shirt popping out of a cape that's like a Dracula cape. Oh, it's got. Oh, yeah. uh, Oh, you're right. It's got the raised collar behind it. But yeah, then he's swinging in front of him. He's got one hand that's holding this pendulum. It's this large teardrop shape. Yeah. And it's swinging back and forth. And similarly, you see these radiating lines that let you know that this pendulum is in motion and a big shiny glint coming off of it. And then it says, object, test your ESP powers. Explore your mental powers with the mystery pendulum. In the the middle of the board, kind of covering up one of his elbows is a big green circle. Why not introduce green into this mix? Looks good. (laughs) And then there's a black circle inside the green and And it says on top of that, will the mystery pendulum answer your questions about love? Question mark. Career. Question mark. Finance. Question mark. Travel. Travel. (laughs) The coup de grace. Answer my questions about travel. Uh, So there you go. That's the, hopefully you can picture it. If not, if you do an image search for... Kreskin's ESP. This will come right up. Yeah, so this was marketed as a game that helps you test your ESP. It's not 
too cheeky. But like with everything else Kreskin does, it, mm-hmm. it's kind of of two minds. Little plausible It's deniability. a game, but it's also like a research tool. Sure. And it's treated as this legitimate parapsychology yeah. research kit. Why not? They're using oh, the exactly. same tools. Yeah. It's kind of like Milton Bradley making an Ouija board. Uh-huh. You think, you know, well, this isn't quite just a game. And I know from my childhood, this would have been looked at as something... Evil. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Later, we'll talk about some supplemental materials that we found that I would have definitely said mm. were evil mm. as a Christian. Sure. So here we have it. Uh, okay. let's, let's crack it let's open. Let's see if we've got ESP. I noticed that it has a number on it, 4722, that's in a couple places. Hmm. So I don't know if they numbered the kits or what that means. For the games? Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So there are instructions on the inside of that. Oh, yeah, that's important. Want to read those? Yeah, okay. Do you have ESP? Yes. Oh, okay. Game over. (laughs) Extrasensory perception is the ability to send or receive thoughts using only your mind to do so. Do you have this supernatural power? Kreskin, the world's foremost authority on ESP, thinks you do. You need only to develop it. This fascinating ESP game shows how. Imagine the fun alone or with a friend or with a whole party of people. Players can reveal their innermost thoughts on love or politics or any other subject. What will happen to you in the future? Is there a great love in your life? Someone you now know or perhaps someone you will meet? Will you travel? (gasps) Will I? (laughs) Do you have a skill for making money? Explore the innermost secrets of your mind with Kreskin's ESP. Kreskin's ESP game will give you the opportunity to reveal your ESP powers and explore the outer frontiers of the human mind in two scientifically proven ways. First is the mystery pendulum, which reveals your innermost thoughts on any subject. It is so easy to use that anyone can make it work. Simply hold the end of the chain and let the plastic pendulum hang down over the board. As you concentrate, it will swing by itself to answer questions with yes, no, or I don't know. The diagrams below show you how it works. It can also be used to spell out names, dates, places, and messages. Secondly, with the ESP test kit, you can test and develop your ESP powers. It is a scientific measure of such ESP abilities as thought transference, telepathy, and clairvoyance. This game will provide interesting entertainment for the whole family. Have an ESP party with Kreskin's ESP game. Okay, wow. There's more. Oh, there's more? Side effects may include. And then we have pictures of the pendulum and the different ways it can move. Yes. Um, So one way of moving is for yes, one way of moving is for no, and one is for I don't know. And it says below that, the three responses of the mystery pendulum are shown above. The direction booklet in the game describes in detail how to operate the pendulum. Briefly, it will swing by itself as you concentrate. Think of a yes response and it will swing along the yes line. Concentrating on no will cause it to swing back and forth for the no response. When the operator does not know the answer to a question asked, it will rotate as shown in the I don't know illustration above. Excellent. Okay, so when you open up that lid, now you have... Most of the uh, remaining surface is a board, and it's red, so it's all folded up. So, yeah, waiting for us to unfold this. And then over in the corner, there's this black velvet cutout. Uh, That's where you find the pendulum. It's got a long metal chain. It looks like a sex toy. (laughs) 
<laughs> it does. It does. Yeah, I was I was going to say it looks like a big white plastic acorn, but you're right. It looks uh-huh. like something someone might insert somewhere. Yeah, yeah. As well. Into your cloaca. Okay, now it makes me want to wash this thing just in case. <laughs> I, I was going to say, this does look completely unused. The kit was marketed as complete, and as far as I can tell, it is complete. Yeah. And I would say this pendulum is maybe about two inches tall. Yeah. It's plastic. It feels it feels cheap. I think they sure. could, they could have put a little more money into making this feel a little more substantial, but it does what a pendulum should do. And it, it's hanging on a ball chain. Is that what you call this? A ball chain? Yeah, I guess so. There's a, a little silver bead at the top while yeah. we're talking about sex looking stuff. If you two were a girl in middle school in the mid nineties, all your chokers were made out of this. There you go. <laughs> and then right next to that pendulum is a little deck of cards. And wow, it's even got... If these are rubber bands from the 60s, I'm very afraid to break them. Oh, right. Although... That I will break them. We have other rubber bands. Uh, But yeah, there are these cards and the backs are kind of a red and white bullseye target. It's got a bunch of concentric red circles and then uh, blue lines radiating out from them. Very bold design. So there oh, we, it's so great looking. There we go. We've got a deck of cards, and it is not your typical deck of cards, even though Crest can use that constantly. These are symbols. So we've got like red circles, orange circles, yellow circles. I can't circles, see. I haven't seen them. Blue Ooh, circles. Green circles. Okay, and those need shuffling. Oh, probably. Probably. And then we got black check marks, and we got black triangles. Whoa. Then four black dots. I can see where this is going. Big black hearts. I have a feeling I'm going to be using my mental powers to determine which card is in front of me without looking at it. And then we've got four cards that have instructions on them. So yeah, I think we'll be coming back to this. So that's exciting. I should mention, I was watching one video about this and the guy said that there was another game that was marketed that was the exact same kit, but it was Mm. marketed by a different magician's name in Britain and Australia. Interesting. And I haven't been able to find this. It sounded like he was saying Fransky, something like that. Okay. I haven't been able to verify that, but sounds interesting. Yeah. Okay, let's pull out this board. Whoa. Oh my God, you guys. It's so good. It's so good. Very colorful. Look at that design. Ah, yeah, straight out of 1967. Yeah, a very bright blue background color. Oh, it even smells like the 60s. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it smells like that great decaying ink smell of an old bookstore. <laughs> and uh, in bright red, Kreskins and bright yellow ESP. And then there's a semicircle, a half circle that's labeled from A through... Well, W, and then there's one slot that's just XYZ. They're like, we all know you don't need a lot of this. Right, exactly. And then there's another smaller semicircle that's one through zero. Oh my God, those are all the digits. I know because I've memorized all the digits. That's, that's impressive. Them. You know yeah. all of these? Mm-hmm, yeah, I can close my eyes and do it for you if you want. Okay. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, zero. Okay, that's amazing. I know. I know all of the numbers. Were you truly blindfolded or were you looking? I No, I really closed my eyes. I really closed my eyes. I okay. can do it from the other room if you want. Okay. Well, uh, each of these semicircles with these radiating fields uh, where you can, you know, mark them off A through 
X, Y, Z. And it looks like a, zero. like a book that's laying on its spine and has fallen open. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and they're alternating colors in no discernible order that I'm picking up. Blue, green, black, red, green, yellow, blue, gold, red, black, green, blue. And in the remaining space on the board, there is a black square. Mm-hmm. And you've got a vertical line that's marked no on both ends, and then a horizontal line that's marked yes on both ends, and then a circle that crisscrosses those. Yeah, it looks like a sniper's... Yeah, like a reticle on a target. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So there you have it. Uh, That's the board. What else do we find? Okay, we find Kreskin ESP test screen. Okay. Oh, okay. So this is one of those boards that keeps... A privacy board, I think they call them, that keeps you from peeking at your neighbor's answer. It's all made of car Cardboard. It has, okay, on the top it has five symbols, a heart, the second symbol is four dots, then a arrow pointing upward, a triangle, and a check mark. And below those we have colors green, blue, orange, yellow, and red. Which are the same symbols we saw on those cards. And this may be an original complete set, but I can see someone has written on yes, this. Yes, I noticed that too. They've labeled it one, two, three, four, and five on those colored circles. Yes. Interesting for their own testing. So this this kit has been used yeah, by, by, by the, Kreskin. the ESP Curious. Yeah. And then underneath that, a little privacy screen, just a repeat of Kreskin's ESP. Okay, this is just oh, holding space. It's beautiful. But yeah, wonderful art. This could be a you know vinyl cover for an album. And then we've got some manual to help us. We've got directions for playing Kreskin's ESP. So this is a manual that will help us get through these games or tests. Games? Okay, yeah. Well, it's both, Carrie. It's a uh, test and a I game. refuse to refer to it as a game. Okay. We've got Kreskin's ESP test pad. Okay. And these are multiple sheets where you can record your results, and I was really impressed that this was in here with mm-hmm. with only That's a few with only a few sheets ripped off. So, oh yeah, pretty near complete. That's someone impressive. tested themselves once and was like, okay, well now I know why would I keep this? Uh, we've got some used like colored pencils in here. Interesting. Yeah, brown, okay. blue, purple. I'm guessing that wasn't original. And then we've got uh, more directions. Interesting. Okay, another set of directions. Why well, a lot of directions in this game? Oh, and here we go. Oh. Hell yeah. Oh, these are gorgeous. I'm going to get this game too. I have to. Okay, so here are the things you might be asking your pendulum about. There's, of course, love, career, finance, and of course, travel. Travel. I don't know why this cracks me up so (laughs) much. Just that you'd only have four things and one wouldn't be like health or I don't know. It's interesting. Each one is a different font too. Oh, yeah. Oh, whoa. Yep. And this one is that one that you always point out to me, right? Almost. Almost. Yeah, Helvetica? It's, it's wannabe Helvetica. Okay. Yeah, so these are, hmm, what size would you say that is? Like five inches by, it's so some, like just barely not a square. Six by seven. There we go. Final answer. <laughs> and they have that same marksman's thing on the middle, so. <laughs> the yes, yes, no, no, and the circle for I don't know. And these just gorgeous 60s illustrations. Uh, you gotta uh, love them. 
They're so good. We'll have to post pictures of all this. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. uh, How do we get started here? There's like so many potential places to begin. I've opened up directions for playing Kreskin's ESP. Introduction. One mystery that has fascinated people since prehistoric times is that of the human mind. Wow. Is there some natural explanation for the prophetic visions and miracles of ancient times? What of ghosts, mediums, and men who claim to be able to relate the history of an object by touching it? Mm, the holothocene. <laughs> right. Mysteries such as feminine intuition. Mm, I knew you were going to say that. Sixth sense, the crystal ball, and other fortune-telling methods all defy logical explanation. Is there some explanation for the many enormous coincidence? That's interesting. That's spelled with a D-E-N-T-S. Hmm. That have been documented. Science has turned its attention to these phenomena and has defined many psychic powers as ESP thoughts. Science. Yeah, it says science. Okay. Thoughts pass between minds, events are foreseen, objects are moved, and far away events are visioned clearly. Visioned clearly, hmm. not envisioned. Interesting. Oh, all right, I'm just interested with the wording here. Uh, in people's minds at the moment they occur, scientific investigations of this field long scoffed at are gradually being expanded. Oh, okay. I wonder how gradual that will be <laughs> since it's 2021 now. In some circles, it is viewed as possibly being the next major scientific breakthrough. Oh, which fields? <laughs> yeah, right. Which circles are we talking about? Uh, the one who inspired this game, Kreskin, Ooh. has applied a name, Psychosonics. Ooh, I like it. To his studies in this area of mental Ooh, powers. Ooh, Psychosonics. Kreskin. Inter- Closing time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kreskin, internationally known for his work with mentalism, is a lecturer and has appeared on stage, radio, and television, captivating audiences and colleagues with his feats. Um, and colleagues? And colleagues. Whoa. A graduate of Seton Hall University in psychology. Oh, Seton Hall? Yeah. How's that spelled? S-E-T-O-N. Huh, he not familiar. He Seton. Oh. Yeah, he has a BA in psychology. Okay. He is a serious student of ESP and a consultant to clinical psychologists. He claims his ability in psychosonics stems from the application of skills which are dormant and unrealized to millions of people. It's always fun to find one of these old terms that someone was trying to make happen, like trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> and it's like, well, that never caught on. Uh, I like this one, though. Psychosonics. Psychosonics. And by the way, Seton Hall is in New Jersey. Oh, which is where he lives. There you go. So go figure. <laughs> okay. What a coincidence. Now, Carrie, uh, at the bottom, there is in bright red, in all caps, a little disclaimer here. <laughs> no claims of mystical or supernatural powers are made for the equipment or devices supplied in this game. What? I thought there were but, quite a few claims. You're saying both things. Now what do I do? Yeah. I guess I go by which thing you say way longer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this same kind of very, very quick... Cover your ass. Cover your ass statement was made at the tail end of one of his amazing World of Kreskin performances. <laughs> oh, okay. Where he was hypnotizing. He was doing stage hypnotism where he'd have people like coming up and then jumping out of their seats. Oh, someone just pinched me. She pinched me. And oh, the seat's getting warm. And then at the very end, after he's made all these big claims, it says the preceding program was presented solely for entertainment purposes and not to foster belief in supernatural phenomena of any kind. Everything Kreskin does is accomplished by perfectly natural and scientific means. 
So it's like, okay, so if you read carefully or listen to some of the things he says, you'll realize, oh, this is all trickery. But if right. you listen to what he says the other 98% of the time, you'll you'll buy into him having legit powers. Right. Yeah. Disclaimers are a tricky thing when they are completely counter to the actual They're counter body of information. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Giving this back to you. How to use the mystery pendulum. Okay. The mystery pendulum is a simple and intriguing device, which is highly sensitive to even the slightest psychic talents. Mm, well, that's me. I have the slightest psychic talents. Oh, there we go. And it's highly sensitive to them. So even if you had half of the slightest talents, it would be sensitive like to those. ESP the size of, an, of a mustard seed. <laughs> that's right. Yes, even e- then. Exactly. With some individuals, the response will be strong and immediate, while others will require more concentration and practice to get good action. Whoa, that's all outcomes. I'm impressed. Over repeated experiments, it has been discovered that the pendulum will work, all caps, with anyone who will give it a sincere try. Okay, so if it doesn't work, it's my fault. Got it. Okay. (laughs) Be sincere, Carrie. Be sincere. (laughs) To use the mystery pendulum, follow these simple instructions. Exclamation mark. It is best for the operator to be in a quiet, relaxed mental state. Quick, Carrie, get quiet, relax. <laughs> I feel reasonably quiet and relaxed. Okay. So Carrie's already doing this, but point A says, hold the end of the metal chain by the metal ball lightly between the thumb and index finger, allowing the plastic bob, in quotes, to hang freely with its point one to two inches above the table. Okay. And Carrie's already got it wildly waving about uh, one to two inches. So you might want to lower it okay. a little bit. Do not try to make okay. the pendulum swing. It will move slightly in an erratic manner, even though you are not consciously forcing it to move. Mm -hmm. Place the game board on the table, open to the black yes-no area. Okay, let's put that out. Okay. Now, I suspect this is going to involve something called the idiomotor effect, which is my muscles responding to my brain while overriding the narrative part of my brain. So I am unaware of my muscles talking to me, which is a very spooky effect. It's also how the Ouija board works. A very real effect. Mm-hmm. Very convincing. Very impressive. Okay. So I'm holding the pendulum above the yes, no. It's okay. And it's it's going counterclockwise. Okay. Right now. It's, it's natural state, at least for me. And you're not forcing it? Nope. Okay. Not even encouraging. Now, I always wonder this, though, when they say, like, you know, don't try to. One of the things I automatically do is try not to let it move. Yeah, that's a very good point. It's a very different thing to actively try to make it stop. Yes. And Kreskin, in fact, in some of the performances I've seen, has talked about that. And and even at times told people, actively make it stop. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. This is always also the problem I have with hypnosis, where they're like, raise your hands. And I'm like, well, if I'm... If I'm trying to prove one way or the other, should I be resisting yeah, this? Yeah, shoot. Okay. Well, now I don't want to. I don't want to be obstinate and fight right. what you're trying to do right now. But I also don't want to just like give you a gimme. Right. It's like, and oh, I think too much. It, he, I, I can't guess? stop thinking. Well, I'm going to clear my mind right now. And well, I'm still thinking about not thinking. <laughs> this is difficult. Okay. So place the game board on the table, open to the black yes or no area. Okay, we have that now. Okay. Suspend the pendulum over the place where the white lines cross so that the yes line goes in an up-down fashion. I think that's true for you. Yep, that's true for me. And the no line is going across horizontally. Mentally concentrate on yes 
running your eyes up and down the yes line. Okay, Carrie is looking up and down that line. The pendulum should start to swing up and down in the direction of this line. After getting a yes response from the pendulum, stop it with your free hand or by touching the bob to the board. Okay, I haven't gotten there yet. Okay. Still still circling, still circling. Okay, you should be getting a yes. Swinging action. Getting closer. Yep, yep, okay. Closer and... Starting to even out. Yep, oh yes. Yes. It's a subtle yes. It's like a light nod. But it's happening. Okay. Okay, now stop it. With my hands? Yeah. Or by, Stop. T- by touching to the board. Okay. Oof, we've gone too far, Katie. This is scary. <laughs> now concentrate on the no line until okay. the pendulum swings back and forth along this line. Okay. Stop the pendulum and think of the circle, which means I don't oh, know. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 And think of the circle, okay? Which means I don't know or I do not wish to answer. Okay. The pendulum that one was easy. The pendulum should move in a small circle for the correct response. Oh my god, it does. Okay. And then there are those diagrams that you saw on the board, which is helpful just in case like you lose this manual. Yeah. Practice until the pendulum responds by simply willing it to move by thinking of yes or no or I don't know. At no time should it be necessary to force the pendulum to swing by consciously moving it with your hand. Repeated trials by psychologists have proven the pendulum will work. Whoa. Whoa. That's a bold statement. Try it with an open mind and seriously cooperate with these instructions. Uh, And I've got to say, this all works very well for me. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't have to try it all. Just kind of think, yes, it should be moving this direction and it'll start doing it. Yeah, there are multiple systems in your body and some of them your narrative mind has almost no contact with. Yeah, and we're talking about micromuscular movements, like just so imperceptible, really. Normally, the best results are obtained when the operator's arm is held out away from his body. Oh, no, you're not a man. Oh, no! Unsupported by the... For a show. (laughs) Unsupported by the free hand. Well, that's what you've been doing. With some individuals, however, their response (laughs) is best when they place their elbow on the table and suspend the pendulum over the mat by bending at the well, wrist. that sounds a lot easier. I've been holding this yeah, thing this up a while. Good arm exercise. With some individuals, the no response may be an up and down and the yes, a horizontal movement, regardless of the words on the board. Ah. To, to correct for this, the board should be turned to allow for the responses of these operators. Wow, they even designed this board so huh. that it could be rotated 90 degrees. Wow. So impressive. It sounds like whatever response I want can be obtained either by moving the pendulum or the board. <laughs> sure. I've heard Kreskin talk about this where... Essentially, it's like it's a natural response. Sure, they've written it out, but this uh-huh. is something that everybody just knows psychically Got is that it. the circular motion means I don't know. No. And that, you know, one of these axes is yes, one of them is no. And you might. And be- that makes sense because like nodding is up and down. And oh, yeah. Shaking your head no is left mm-hmm. to right. Right. Yeah. So, so that makes sense. Every now and then there might be a southpaw or someone who's slightly um, different. Yeah. After you have practiced with the yes-no operation of the pendulum, try it out with questions which can be answered with a yes or no. Okay, finally. Goodness. Okay. Carrie. Yeah. Do you have a cat? Do I say anything? No, just let the pendulum answer. I mean, we're getting a yes right now. Yeah. Okay. Great. Is that question in there or are you making these up? Oh, I made that up. Okay. Good question. Carrie, do you have a pet chinchilla? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's still saying yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's give it time to get the answer we want. 
<laughs> Maybe a little more diagonal now, but <laughs> all right. Well, where's the chinchilla? <laughs> I guess I'm not trying hard enough. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, okay. It's starting to go now very much diagonal. Think of that chinchilla. Is it in your house anywhere? I don't think so. There we go. Hey, okay, okay now it's no. a no. Phew. Okay. Stressful. <laughs> Start with questions whose answers are well known to the operator. For example, if Doris has blue eyes, she might ask the question, do I have blue eyes? Do I have blue eyes? And Carrie is still getting a no, and we won't make her wait a long time because that is the correct answer. Correct. I have brown eyes. After the operator gets experience with the pendulum, more difficult questions can be tried under... The section questions and answers, several interesting and entertaining games can be played by asking questions. Ooh. This might be the most instructions in a game of all time. I don't know if it can match the World of Warcraft game. All right. <laughs> Some games, I don't know how anyone plays them. Anyways, you're right. There's a lot of instructions here. And then use of subject cards. So those were the ones we were just looking at. Okay, yeah. As an aid to the operator, whenever a question has to do with the subject of love, finance, travel, or career, he should use the proper map provided in the equipment. This will help everyone to concentrate on the question. Okay. So I grabbed the love one. You want me to pull something out of the uh, question and answer section? Oh, sure. If there's one about love. Or career, or finance, or travel. The questions which may be put to the mystery pendulum, mm -hmm. oh, it has a name, are limited only by the imagination and curiosity of the people participating in the game. When an onlooker wishes to address a question, he merely states it out loud as someone, the operator, that's you, holds the pendulum over the proper mat or place on the board. The operator may ask questions out loud or repeat the questions asked to fix it in his mind. The following are some suggestions for playing questions and answers. Okay. Oh, th these aren't that interesting. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, well, I'm going to ask it if I'm getting married in April next year. Okay, and Carrie is hovering over the love card. Oh, my God. I am. Oh, my God. She's getting married it? in April. Okay. I guess I have to now. Yeah. Okay, and oh, now it's doing I don't know. Uh, quick, quick, let's, let's get a different question. <laughs> uh, will Ross be an esteemed reader at that wedding? Right now it's saying I don't know. I don't know, but it's, kind maybe it's of resolving. A probably, and there yes. we go. Okay. My arm knows about that. I like one of these questions here. Am I a teen dash ager? <laughs> Cute. I'm going to ask it that. Am I a teen ager? Just dead weight. Just not even interested. Ish. Pissed off that I even asked. Are you a teenager? The pendulum has it's become like, sulky. Yeah. Like, you know the answer to this. I'm insulted. Okay, so there's five points under the questions and answers section. I was hoping there would just be a list of questions. Yeah. But it's kind of guidelines. So that was point one. They To ask questions to which the answer is known by the operator. The pendulum should give the correct response since the operator knows the answer mm -hmm. in uh, his or her conscious mind. There, yeah. Uh, number two, ask questions which the operator should know the answer to, but which he may have forgotten. An example would be, did you walk before you were a year old? 
Often our subconscious mind as reflected. Oh, cool buried memories. As reflected by the pendulum will answer correctly things we have Body forgotten about memories. ourselves. Body memories. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. Um, <laughs> a whole other ball of wax. <laughs> that's not a good way to figure out what has happened to you. So, Carrie, did you walk before you were a year old? I truly have no idea. But I guess the answer is yes. Okay. Oh. So, well, okay. This is a good test. Should I text my mom? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Though I, I think we should be clear that sometimes immediately we have the answer that seems right. And then sometimes we need to let the pendulum eh, do its thing for a while. Yeah. This. I mean, it seemed pretty strong this time. Okay. Hey, mama. How old was I when I first began walking. Here we go. Now we're getting to an interesting one while we're waiting for Carrie's mom to reply. Ask the operator questions to which he does not know the answer but are known by one or more members of the group. Examples, Mm. what is John's middle name? How old am I? What is John's middle name? How am I supposed to get that on yes or no? Well, we have this other thing on the board, which is those letters. Oh, of course. You know what? Let's do that. So you put your pendulum where the center of that circle would be. And then I don't think you know Kara's middle name, do you? I don't think so. Okay. So let's see if Carrie can get the first letter of Kara's middle name. Kara is Ross's wife, if anyone doesn't know. Okay, I think I am getting, I think I'm getting an H. An H, that is incorrect. Oh. There is no H in her middle name. Or maybe a G? No G in her middle name. Or an F. No F in her middle name. Or an E. There there are two E's in her middle name. Oh my God, I knew it. Oh, and now we're getting a D. Oh, a strong D. No D. (laughs) Okay, two E's, you said. Uh-huh. Um, Penelope. <laughs> oh, wait, that's three. Fuck. Okay, Michelle. Good guess, but no. Shelly. Nope. Teal with N- two E's. <laughs> Teely. Nope. Oh, t- okay. Evie. Nope. Does it start with a vowel? Nope. <laughs> Jenica. I'm getting a J now. Is I think it's funny that you're still trying. Nope. <laughs> no J. Okay, moving on. Is there an M? <laughs> no, no M. Is there an N? Yes, there is an oh N. Oh my God, I knew that. Actually, that was the first thing it passed over. Okay. But I didn't. That doesn't mean anything. Because I still was like, I'm going to let it keep going. This is all very inconclusive. Okay. Nanette. No. Cara Nelly. Nope. Nancy with two E's. Nope. It doesn't start with an N. (laughs) Maureen. Wait, what did you say? Maureen. Oh, very close, but no. Laureen. Yes. Laureen? Yep. (laughs) What? That's not a name. Yeah, I know. She agrees and she doesn't like it. (laughs) <laughs> that is her middle wow, name. Wow, I'm impressed with myself. Uh, okay, well, that, okay. that was a dud. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> uh, so let's give you a yes or no that you don't know. Okay, I'm trying to think of something that I would know that you wouldn't. Is it going to regard travel, finance, career, or love? Um, or none of those, because then I need that other thing. Okay, let's do a travel-related one. Oh, travel! Yeah, travel had to happen. Oh, the big show. Okay. Is Ross planning travel to Germany within the next year? Okay. Well, it's saying yes, but my intuition says yes, but not in the next year. Yes, generally not in the next year. 
I my arm says yes. Yeah, that looks like a pretty clear yes. I have no plans to travel to Germany in the you know foreseeable future. There are other places I will probably go first. But once you know German pretty well, you want yes. to eventually. Then, then I will take Germany by storm. <laughs> uh, Congrats, Germany. <laughs> How do you say I will take Germany by storm in German? Ich werde Deutschland von Sturm nehmen. Okay. I don't know, something like that. Voy a obtener Alemania por storm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, it's, I'm sorry, you are going to Germany, so too bad for you. Yeah, all right. Well, well done. Ask various things about individuals in the group to see what the pendulum says. Example, is Shirley sleeping with Ken? Surely sleeping with Ken. Yes. <gasps> yes, they are. And they're going to travel. Shirley and Ken are fucking. <laughs> the actual question I... was, does Shirley tint her hair? Just, oh. Just in case anyone was wondering about this game. And then see what the pendulum will say about the future. Example, will Ken ask me to the dance Saturday? See, Ken did come into this picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, nope. Nope. Oh, what's the matter, not. Ken? I bet Drew would have some things I wouldn't know the answer to. Oh, interesting. Okay. We could call upon him for that. We could. That was it. That was, that was all of our questions oh, okay. and answers. Well, before we move on to what I intuit will be the better part of this game, which is the Zener card type things. Yeah. Do you want to ask some questions? Sure. Okay. Well, you've got the numbers over by you. So I'm going to put a number of fingers out on my knee. Okay. And you tell me how many fingers it is. Okay. Collectively, both hands. Okay. I'm not even going to look. Oh, at the board? Yeah. I thought you meant at my fingers. And I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> Are you getting a direction there? You're definitely in the I don't know sort of category, but it is going towards something. Let's see. I feel like I'm getting a seven. A seven. It was eight. Oh. Pretty close. Okay, this might be real. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that would have felt very impressive to me because I wanted it to be like really close. Like, wow, I was. Yeah. That's really effective. (laughs) Yeah. You want it. You want to be right. Oh, you do. You do. Yeah, that's that's really true. The same thing happens if I get a astrology reading or a psychic reading. Yeah. Where even if you get into it. Yeah. Even if I've done this a million times, which I have, and I've been there for 20 minutes and they've said a bunch of gobbledygook. If they're then like, oh, I see you being a professor at the University of Cambridge. I'm like, well, <laughs> I guess I never thought about that. But now that you said, yes. Uh, all right. Ask me a question that I wouldn't know the answer to, but you Okay. Do. And this is yes or no? Mm-hmm. We're any of my grandparents from Ireland? Okay. Were any of Carrie's grandparents from Ireland? I'm getting a no. That's correct. What? Oh, my God. Okay. Were any of my grandparents from Egypt? Egypt. Whoa. Uh, looks like I'm getting another no. That's also correct. No. Were any of my grandparents from jolly old England? I'm getting a yes. That's true. What? You might have known that, though. <laughs> I didn't, but it sounded more plausible yeah, than Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Ireland was a bit That's... of a crapshoot. Now, I got to say, I was thinking that 
mm-hmm. the answer that I wanted, and I got the answer that I wanted. Sure. But the movements are so freaking subtle. Yeah. Like, I can't point to any moment at which I put it there. Right. But I know I did. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah that's a, what's so crazy about it. The idiomotor effect is so cool. It's a really strange okay. phenomenon. Okay, one more. Okay. Let's do one where you have to do the letters. Okay. So... Do you know this? What is Drew's middle name? I do. It's Patrick. Oh, damn. That's correct. What is your middle name? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> about, okay, who is the first celebrity I ever had a crush on? Whoa, that's fun. Okay, and this will be the first letter of the first name? Yeah. Yeah, let's try to get the initials. We've okay. got a standard first name, last name situation here. Okay. Hmm. Well, don't think too hard. Just let the energy take you. Oh, right. You. you know what? You're right. Yep. So far, we've got an I don't know sort of response. Circling, circling. Oh, okay, okay. I feel like we're uh, we're moving towards G. Okay. okay. Is that a G? Oh, it's either G. I can't really G see or if F. it's a G or an F. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know what? Now it's more towards F. Okay. All right. Okay. So F for presumably the first name. Frankie Let's Avalon. See. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> I've got your era completely wrong. <laughs> S. F S. Fred Savage? Oh, that God, that would be amazing. A really possible guest, but I no. S- certainly had a thing for Danica Cooper. Oh, was that Winnie Cooper? Oh, wait, Danica McKellar. Okay. Yeah, w- who Cooper. played Winnie Cooper, yes. No, my first celebrity crush, Yeah. probably in kindergarten, was Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal? <laughs> That's, that is... So right for you, and yet I would have never, ever guessed that. Oh, my goodness, that's amazing. Yep. Have fun storming the castle. What's that? Oh, from The Princess Bride. Oh, not interested in The Princess Bride. Oh, but he's in it. Uh, yeah. You're a dreamboat. No, thanks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just so wow. hosting the Oscars. Billy Cr- uh, <laughs> it wasn't even like Harry Met Sally. It was- I also loved when Harry Met Sally, but that was a little later. <laughs> Anyway, then, Mike then I spent 31 years trying to find a Billy Crystal-like fiance and finally found him. Yeah. Yeah, you struck gold. Okay, well, <laughs> I was way off BC and I was off in the hinterlands of F and S. Yeah. Okay. Too Amazing. Bad. I like that. But before we do this next test, Ross. Yes. I want to talk to you about bears. Okay. Bears, beets, Battlestar Galactica. Okay. Free association. Yeah, bears. Um, uh, yeah, what, fur, is, what do bears claws, make you think of? Dens, hibernation. Anything else? Uh, Anything uh, they love to eat? Yeah, yeah. Uh, honey. Yes. Uh, lots of exactly. honey. honey. That's where I was going. Hey. Whoa. You are psychic. We settled it here. Wow. So you were thinking about honey. When I think about honey, I think about a browser plugin mm-hmm. that helps you save money on purchases. Whoa. Online. Money rhymes with honey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, listeners, we all shop online, mm-hmm. you know, and we have all seen that promo code field just haunting you as you're checking out and it's like you piece of crap i know that feeling like oh man i'm gonna spend 70 bucks for this and there's a little discount apparently i could spend less right all these people out here are spending less and i'm a sucker yeah exactly well honey is the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the 
best one it finds and to your cart. Indeed. And Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, uh, ranging from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. Dang. So imagine you're shopping mm-hmm. on one of your favorite websites. You know, it. you're there, you're on the toilet, you're like, oh, I'm going to impulse buy uh-huh. these pants. And then when you check out, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Yeah. And if Honey finds a working coupon, uh, we'll just watch that price drop like your poop in my story because you're on the toilet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great analogy. Yeah, yeah. For this ad. You're welcome for this ad, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know it works because I have it installed on my browser of choice. What? You are one of the 17 million members? Correct. I'll be shopping. And when that little discount code or field shows Mm -hmm. up, honey will drop down and it'll say, hey, you want me to try these four different codes that I have? I'll be like, give it a shot. Yeah, I'm and, just sitting here on the toilet. And sometimes it'll say, you've already got the best deal, or you know, we don't have one, but it'll check, and it's got this massive inventory. And uh, it's worked for me many times. I was buying a pizza a while back, and it turned a $16 pizza into like an $11 pizza. Or Whoa. Something, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's substantial. And then we mentioned recently in one of our investigations that I was going to buy a kit, and it dropped the 30%. And now I I happen to have known that discount code, but if I didn't, Honey was there and it had my back. Yeah. Honey is your honey for the sweetest deals. I'm making up the slogan. So if you don't already have honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. So it's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting us. Get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash oh no. That's joinhoney.com slash O-H-N-O. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, Carrie has, uh, that's weird. I'm even seeing like images flashing in front of your head. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What is this? I'm getting a clairvoyanceship. (laughs) I'm getting a clairvoyance? I'm getting a vision. (laughs) You're experiencing psychosonics. Yes, exactly. It's a message. (gasps) Wait, it's a message for, oh, it's not for you though. It's not? No. Maybe it's a jumbotron? Oh, that's what it is. It's a jumbotron (sighs) coming through the ESP waves. Of course. And it's for Aaron. And it's from Adam and Haley. Oh, wait. Hold on, I'll send it to you. Yeah, yeah, I'm sensing it. Okay, thank you. It says, happy birthday, Aaron. It must be hard for you knowing your sibling and wife are better at buying gifts than you. (laughs) (laughs) Smooth move there, Adam and Haley. I like it. This is really the perfect episode for taunting someone about the good gift you got them. Right? It's about birthday gifts. Yeah, great call. Great call on them. Uh, Happy birthday, Aaron. Happy birthday. And I'm sensing that your birthday is on or around August 31st. Whoa. Yeah. I don't know. Just a feeling. Now tell me about these other things, these Zener-like drawings. Yeah. Okay. So for this, we need the separate directions testing with the ESP test kit. It's too many directions. Yeah. There's two directions. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. My mom is texting me. (laughs) Okay. So the question was... Whether I started walking before one year old, correct? Okay. And it said yes. Correct. Okay. She said, I have your baby book. Let me check. Hold on. Wow. Okay. She sent me a photo. Mom's on the job. Oh, wow. Some of my early achievements. I held up my head at age one day. I turned my head to follow movement at age two weeks. 
I turned over at eight weeks. I delighted my parents by sleeping all night at seven weeks. <laughs> I smiled at age three weeks and laughed at age five weeks. I discovered my hands when I was two and one half months old and my feet when I was four months old. I reached for an object when I was three months old. I sat alone at age six and a half months. I began to crawl at eight and a half months. I pulled myself up to get into things when I was nine months. Oh. I was walking alone by age... 11 and a <gasps> half months. The pendulum was right. Oh, my God. Also, my first word was kitty. It's a good word. Yeah. Oh, then now she's just sending me photos from my baby. <laughs> oh, this won't stop. <laughs> nope. But here's a pretty cute picture of me. Oh, that is pretty cute. Yeah. That was a cute baby. Oh, very cute. Though I look. A little pissy. Oh, wait. Before we leave the pendulum, there's yep. an interesting little bit of info here in the directions. Authors note, just why the pendulum works is still a mystery. Whoa. It is part of the overall psychic phenomena that Kreskin has named psychosonics. That is sounds of the mind. We should find, because he's still alive, right? He is. We should write to him and be like, we figured it out. You know, you said it still hadn't been figured out, the movement of the pendulum. We figured, we figured it, it out. out for you. You're welcome. Yeah, it's the idiomotor effect. Here's the Wikipedia. In your 80s. Now, in the last episode, I mentioned the Everly brothers, because we were talking about Everly well. And then I think the day before we released the episode, one of the Everly brothers died. That's crazy. Will we kill Kreskin? Oh, no. With this episode. I hope not. I hope not. But the clock has started. Let's see, in the next year. Okay. Wait, should we Are ask? Are you adding that? to your 2021 predictions. I'm, ask, I'm adding that to my 2021 predictions, okay. except it might bleed over because I'm saying a year from today. Okay. So August 25th, 26th, something like that, 2022, mm -hmm. by then you think Kreskin okay. will be deceased. Will Kreskin coincidentally and not at all in a causal manner die <laughs> within the next year? Oh, yep. You're getting a yes. Okay. He's getting a yes, folks. Just wanted to make sure that the psychic forces were backing me up. Okay. Ooh, ooh, let's do one with the listeners. Let's have the listeners all think of a number, a single digit, one through zero. Oh, I one, like two, three, it. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, oh. zero. So think of it in your head quietly. Focus on it. Focus on it. And Ross is going to guess correctly for exactly 10% of you. You chose zero. Whoa, some of us did choose zero. Whoa. Actually, that is the one that I would guess was yeah. probably picked the least. I would guess the most because, well, I would have gone for zero because normally you get one through nine, oh, one through true. ten. Oh, true. That's and true. And now zero's on the table. Like, oh, I want that zero. Literally, yeah. Where are all my zeros at? <laughs> <laughs> he goes on to say. He, meaning Kreskin, who wrote this himself, and definitely this wasn't pitched to him. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I'm sure he did all the work. <laughs> Someone sent him the copy and he was like, no, this isn't exactly right. I cross-referenced this. and Yeah, you're so right about that. Ghost writer. <gasps> Ghosts are real. I knew it. Our subconscious mind, which holds much more power than we are aware of, expresses itself through the pendulum movements. It is from our subconscious mind that many presently unexplainable psychic powers are believed to originate. These mental powers I are kind of agree. These mental powers are okay. beyond our five senses, hence 
called extrasensory perception. We wish to remind you that people will vary in their responses. Some may get rapid and striking results. For others, results may be a bit more slow in coming. However, the mystery pendulum has been known to work where all other methods failed and only in rare cases if the procedures are followed as outlined above. Will it not succeed? Oh, only rare cases. Okay, so we've really opened this up. Might be quick, might be slow, or might not happen. Whichever of those three outcomes happens, we covered it. Oh, okay. And then another interesting note here. Some of the games are based on subconscious mental activity. Others depend on thought transference, telepathy. Great. Clairvoyance or looking into the future, precognition. Okay, let's get some of those. We make no claims in these areas of ESP for the pendulum, except as the individuals using them may have the abilities called for. Okay, let's let's start using these cards. Yeah, so I was saying these remind me of Zener cards. So for yes. folks who are familiar with the imagery of the person testing a psychic phenomena, you might picture in Ghostbusters, someone holding up a card and it has some squiggly lines on it or some big black box or something. Uh, those are Zener cards. Yes, I, I bought my own little uh, kit of these. Very nice. Recently. Ross is showing me his own yeah, version there. Because, you know, you got to have a kit ready. And yeah, the nice thing about those symbols is that it's hard to confuse them. So the circle is one continuous line. Uh, usually there's a color differential. And then you have like a red plus symbol, and that looks very different. It's two distinct lines yeah. kind of associated with the number two, and it's red. And then you have three wavy lines, which look very different and associated with the number three, and they're blue. And then you have a black square kind of associated mm-hmm. with the number four. And then you have a green star associated with the number five, even though technically there's 10 lines on the cards I bought. But yeah, it's it's a clever system because when you're testing people for abilities uh, such as these, which I definitely have many times, it really invites any kind of wiggle room. So they'll be like, oh, yes. well, well, I saw blue. So that explains why. Right, right. And so you want them to be so differentiated. Yeah, exactly. That it's really hard for someone to be like, oh, that is actually what I saw. Yes, so actually right. that should count as a hit. And okay, you're not going to officially count as a hit. But when I tell the story later, I will say it was right, a hit. Right, right. Like I did with uh, my pendulum originally got an N. I just didn't tell you. Good point. So these are kind of similar they're not the um the zener card symbols but they're distinct from one another they're hard to confuse with one another i could say that maybe that check mark looks kind of like the arrow arrow yeah and, and kind of like the triangle if and, you're the, working for and it. the red looks not too different from the orange you mm-hmm. know so there's always a little bit of wiggle room of course but something to be aware of okay so here's a separate directions kit for testing with esp test kit for over 50 years scientists and psychologists have been engaged in serious research in the strange subject of esp their primary laboratory control tests have employed symbols and colors cards much like we have supplied in this game Kreskin believes there is a need for the general public to have the opportunity to aid the scientific exploration of this mystic outer space of the mind yes now in the relaxed friendly atmosphere of your home you have the opportunity to engage in legitimate scientific testing of ESP yeah the testing is simple and very entertaining when performed in the home (laughs) it can be done this is good I you know I want to do testing but I don't want it to be tedious I want entertaining testing yeah yeah it can be done either alone or with small as well as large groups. There is a goal- This is too many words. I want to copy edit this Yeah, seriously. Now. Yeah, you don't need to fill out the full eight pages, you know? <laughs> no. It could be a four-page guide. Yeah, all right. So equipment for testing cards. There are two kinds of cards, all with the same abstract design on their backs. Symbol cards. Then they mention all the symbols. 
Color cards, 25 in all. Okay, reference cards, four in all. These cards are not used in the testing. They contain an outline of the test procedures and a rating scale for easy reference. Hey, let's go straight to those then. Yeah, right. If it's there. Uh, We've got this nice little illustration. Ooh, there's a drawing of people sitting around a table looking delighted to be there. Oh, this is interesting. When they talk about the testor, that's a T-E-S-T-O-R. I would have thought that it was a tester. Yeah, sure. Testor. All right. Ooh, and we've got the test pad. So we'll definitely have to use this to keep track of how well we do. But here we go. Now we have finally a shorter series of instructions that fit on four playing cards. Okay. Okay. We've got a rating scale. We've got, oh, okay. Different tests. We've got a matching test. A rating scale where one is something. (laughs) That's right. A clairvoyance test and a general ESP test. So what do you want to do? Do you want to do the clairvoyance test, general ESP test, matching test, or solitaire test? Oh my gosh. Okay. I guess like, let's get a Base level ESP down. So the general ESP test. Got it. Oh, we got to shuffle these cards. Oh boy. Do I, do I riffle shuffle these? I'm. Oh boy. I don't know. Okay. Well, Ross is shuffling. Let me tell you, listener, if I ever come into a, a very small fortune, I'm going to be a member of the magic castle. So fucking fast. Ooh. Oh my God. That's my like, you know, dream. The frivolous expense. You know, uh, one of my friends at work, he crowdfunded that. So we all Aww, we all pitched in cute. and then he would get us into the Magic Castle whenever we needed to go. Oh, that's smart. So uh, I bet uh, there's some people who might be willing to crowdfund that. Um, yeah, I looked it up once. It's 6,000 bucks right now to join as a non-magician, which I definitely would be. And then there's a monthly fee to keep it up. I could handle the monthly fee, but if anyone wants to send me $6,000, let me I bet know. if we created a little <laughs> Oh, I don't want to make people pay for my all Magic right. Castle membership. And then I'd have to take all of them. Okay, I have shuffled the cards okay. and then I've cut them so I don't know what's in here. Okay. Test door. Place shuffled cards behind screen symbols down. Oh, okay. okay. We're getting official here. I've got the privacy shield. Ross is putting up his privacy shield. Ooh, I feel so It private. looks like he's taking a test, like he's taking the SAT. Pick cards one at a time from the top of the pile. Call out card number one, two, three, etc. and look at symbol. Place called cards symbols down in discard pile. Interesting. And I assume I'm not saying it out loud because that would give that, that would <laughs> defeat the whole purpose. That was strange wording, but okay. They they were only allowed a small amount of space and they didn't <laughs> they didn't know how to make this simple. Okay. Subjects record impression on score sheet for each card called. Okay. Is that me? Yes. Okay. So I'm handing Carrie the recording test pad. Okay. Okay. And it says Kreskin's ESP test pad by blank. Is that me? Yeah. By Carrie. Okay. By Carrie. <laughs> Got it. Oh, I'm supposed to have a witness. I wonder if they're going to tell us to like send this in somewhere. Oh, maybe. That okay. would be amazing. I don't see any instruction here to winnow the cards out. Did you want just colors or just symbols? Or are you, you willing to go for all of the above? All of the above, I guess. So I'm just picking from between these images that I see on you the back of your- You have 10 options, essentially, okay. for each trial. Which Bizarre. is- Okay. Pretty rough. But I guess because you're mind reading, this is where I need to look at each card. Oh, right. Yeah. So, so here goes. Okay. And for everybody following along at home, again, we have symbols, heart, four black dots, an up arrow, a triangle, and a check mark. And then we have the colors red- yellow, orange, green, and blue, just in case you want to be trying this as well. 
Take your time, but I'm looking at the first card. Okay, and I'm writing something down, and we're going to do this 20 times, so I'm going to be quick about it. <laughs> okay, got it. I am focusing on the second one. Okay, got it. By the way, if you're doing real testing, this is where you'd need to be really careful, you know, to screen out for Confederates um, uh, or union officers. But, uh, you know, like we've done this with the IG. You could cheat in so many ways. Like if I ask the question in a certain phrasing mm -hmm. or certain words or, you know, tap one, your fingers. Yeah, slightly lift my left shoulder. Like all of these things could be tells. So mm -hmm. I will be trying to give Carrie none of them. Okay, I'm looking at the next card. Okay, got it. I'm looking at the next card. Okay, got it. <laughs> oh, you're fast. Yeah, I know. Looking I'm at the next card. Very intuitive. Okay, got it. Okay, I'm looking at the next card. Okay, got that one for sure. That was a strong I'm one. I'm looking at the next card. Okay, got it. This is another thing uh, where you just want to be right. Okay, I'm looking at the next card. Got it. Like I brought the Zener cards to camp this year and we had an activity with the kids and you know they'd really get into it. They'd want to be right. Okay, I'm looking at the next card. You got okay, it? Okay, got it. Looking at the next card. Got it. Okay, looking at the next card. I think this one is this. Yeah, okay. got it. Looking at the next card. Okay, got it. All right, looking at the next card. Oh, that one's coming through strong. Good, good. Got okay. it. Got next card. Okay, got it. Looking at the next card. Oh, this one? This is a fave. Got it. You read my mind. Okay, <laughs> looking at the next card. Okay, got it. Okay. Easy. That how, one's easy. How many spaces are there? There are 25 and we've done 16. Okay. Looking at the next card. Okay, got it. Whoa, that one was easy. Okay, I'm looking at the next card. Okay, got it. Uh, okay, I'm looking at the next card. Okay, got it. Looking at the next card. Okay. Looking at the next card. Okay, got it. Okay, looking at the next card. Okay, got it. Ooh, coming through. Looking at the next card. Oh, that one's so obvious. Okay, got it. Looking at the next card. Okay, got it. Looking at the next card. Okay, number 25. Okay, got it. Okay, now the odds of this would be a little tricky to compute because there are multiple copies of each, but not 25 copies of each. Oh, right. So, so it's not truly... You well, know, as long as they were evenly distributed, though, it should be fine, right? Yeah, I'm just saying like, you know, the odds are going to be rough. Oh, I see what you're saying. Roughly one out of 10 uh, to the 25th power, right. which is insanely difficult. Yeah. So uh, let's see how we did. Okay. I'm, I'm going to read them off in order for okay. you. Okay. And uh, let me know how you did. Okay. We got the arrow. Nope. The four dots? No. Blue circle? No. Four dots? No. The check mark? No. Four dots? No. Orange circle? No. <laughs> Blue circle? No. Four dots? No. Uh, yellow circle? Uh-uh. Heart? Yeah! You got it! Oh my God! <laughs> nice! Huge success! We should also say we should expect Carrie to get two and a half of these correct. How'd you do that already? Well, it's just a one out of 10 and there's 25 guesses. Wow. Okay. okay. So, um, blue circle... Nope. Uh, yellow circle. No. Uh, triangle. No. Four dots. No. Yellow circle. No. Green circle. No. Red circle. Yes! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> it's so exciting. Uh, triangle. No. Arrow. No. Red circle. No. Uh, arrow. No. Blue circle. Yes! What? That's more than two and a half. Uh, <laughs> beat the odds. The check mark. No. Arrow. No. 
Okay. Hey, all right. Three, that's better than two and a half. <laughs> that is like on the statistical curve. That is just slightly to the right of the peak of that curve. Possibly. I like it. Well okay. done, Carrie. Oh. Thank you. So this was a, is today the 26th? Uh, yes. Okay. Will you be my witness? You can get a witness. Even though you weren't checking my work? In any meaningful way? Well, you wrote it down. Yeah, but like no one was looking to see if I was being honest about my comparisons with you reading it off. That's true. Whatever. Good point. I'm going to take a I picture was. of this. Who would who would cheat and do it that badly? <laughs> yeah, right. And just note, I was not wearing glasses. You couldn't see any reflections. True. You couldn't hear any inflections. True. So I wasn't purposefully making them. Okay, nicely done, Carrie Boppy. Thank you. Yeah, I'm like a little bit psychic. It's no big deal. Oh, you know what? There's a ESP rating scale. Uh, oh, okay. A subject should complete at least four tests, 100 cards. Oh, dear Lord. Well, 100 cards before establishing his ESP rating. Um, does, no, I think this is fine. It does not matter what type of test is used. The score is obtained by adding the correct impressions for each test of 25 cards. Okay. Okay, so a number of tests for expected results 20. So anyways, they, they let you know which ranges are slight ESP ability, significant ESP ability, or okay. high ESP ability. What if your average is three? So uh, if we multiply that by four... The expected oh, results would be 20, but I wonder if for this, oh. I wonder if they wanted us to remove, yeah, I think we were supposed to narrow it down so it was just the colors or just the symbols. Oh, okay. So I think that would be a fairer test, like an easier test. So that would bring it down to 10 instead of 20, Yeah. So I which can't... means I would be slightly above. Yeah, you would be under slight ESP ability. Oh my God, I did it. <laughs> Very nice incredible slight esp ability guys well done thank you so you'll be whispering as you go to sleep (laughs) finally finally validated okay should i do a test on you sure you want to take a look at these remaining tests yeah okay would you like to do the clairvoyance test sounds fun or the matching test which might require us to get drew because i think it is you and i seeing how we match each other i guess maybe the clairvoyance test clairvoyance test okay i'm shuffling the cards but what do we need good because it does say to shuffle the cards whoa you're clairvoyant (gasps) that was your first test i have seen claire (laughs) okay clairvoyance testor I will be placing those shuffled cards down behind my screen with the symbols down. So, okay, setting up the screen. Now the testee becomes the testor. <laughs> I have shuffled and, and cut the cards. Okay. I have no idea what order they are in. Okay. Okay, I've got a test pad now. It's exciting. Okay, testor. Place shuffled cards behind screen, symbols down. Lift cards one at a time from top of pile and hold each Away from pack without looking at them. Call each card one, two, three, etc. to subject. Place cards, symbols down into discard pile. Okay, so the difference here is you're not trying to read my mind. You're trying to read the card itself, but I won't even be able to see what it is. Okay, wow. Yeah. Um, This just got tougher. (laughs) (laughs) Tester, as well as subjects, do not look at the symbols during the test. And then uh, subjects, record impression as in general ESP test and recording results as in general ESP test. So the only difference is I won't be looking. Okay. I'm just going to count, which actually sounds more boring. Okay. All right. And we're still doing with uh, all 10. 
possibilities. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to give the cards a quick cut just in case Ross is a big fucking liar. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. You ready? Uh, yeah. As ready as I'll ever be. Card one. Okay. Card two. Card three. Card four. Okay. Card five. Okay. Card six. Card seven. Okay. Card eight. Okay. Card nine. Card ten, card eleven, card twelve. Okay. Card lucky number thirteen, number thirteen. <laughs> All right. Card fourteen. Okay. Card fifteen. Okay. Card sixteen. Card seventeen. Okay. Card eighteen. Okay. Card 19. Okay. Card 20. Okay. Card 21. All right. Card 22. Okay. Card 23. Card 24. And card 25. Ooh, okay, pens down. Oh, yeah, date. Okay, 826-21. Okay. All right. Okay, ready? Moment of truth. Yep. Heart. Nope. Arrow. Nope. Yellow. Nope. Blue. Nope. Four dots. Damn it, nope. Orange. So close, nope. Red. Nope. Yellow. Nope. Heart. Nope. Four dots. Nope. Check. Nope. Arrow. We're on number 12 now. Oh, who knows? Okay. Nope. (laughs) Green. Nope. Orange. No. Yellow. Oh, God. I just reversed those. Okay, nope. (laughs) Heart. Nope. Check. Yes. Yeah. Check on check. Yeah. <laughs> Four dots. Nope. Red. Nope. Red. Nope. Check. Nope. Arrow. Nope. Yellow. Oh, so close. Nope. <laughs> Orange. Uh, nope. Blue. No. Oh, oh wow. One. Wow. Oh. You have like negative ESP. I have crappy ESP. Oh, man. I have three times as much ESP as you. I just have SP. I'm an SP. <laughs> Oh, man, rough stuff. Oh, uh, you want to witness my failure? Yes. All right. Okay. <laughs> Don't sound too excited. It would be an honor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then I guess the last thing is the matching test. Um, let's just see if it's worth doing. <laughs> Same as general test, except instead of marking impressions on a pad, subject instructs tester to place each card in a responding symbol or color as shown on the test screen. After all 25 cards are called, results are recorded according to the number of correct impressions in each pile? That sounds like a variation on a theme, except this time you're distributing the cards on top of the symbols. Oh, it's interesting, though, because it says matching test that that was for two. Why would you need two people for that? Uh, I don't know. Huh. Okay. Well, that doesn't seem worth doing. So we did it. We did it. We, we tested our <laughs> extrasensory abilities. Three times as much ESP. Three times as much ESP. Oh, now. Boom. 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 Now that's what Carrie will be saying on her way to bed tonight. <laughs> Three times as much ESP. <laughs> I am so much more 
Yes, panetic generosity. <laughs> this is fun. Oh, good. Yeah, I like Happy this. Happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah, this is fantastic. Happy birthday. Your ESP sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's your ES special day. Um, so we were mentioning earlier our associations with Kreskin. Mm-hmm. What I really remembered was early on in my journey into skepticism away from religiosity from Christianity, I was listening a lot to Penn Jillette. He was mm-hmm. one of those figures. He's a well-known magician for anybody who doesn't know, you know, Penn and Teller, a big mm-hmm. magical duo, very involved with skepticism. And they would be every year at the amazing meeting and I would see them perform and, and hear them talk. The amazing meeting was uh, put on by the James Rainey Educational Foundation where I used to work. And, uh, and someday maybe we'll uh, come back to that topic as we've mentioned, maybe uh, expanding on that more. But I remember I was watching Penn and Teller's Bullshit, uh, could talk a lot about that show. <laughs> and Good and bad. Yeah, uh, yeah, totally. And it had a big influence on me for mm-hmm. sure. And listening to Penn Sunday School and other projects that he's done, I remember him bringing up Kreskin and saying, no one hurt me more than Kreskin. Whoa. And I remembered that. And that was kind of my main association with Kreskin. Whoa. And even when you gave me this gift, I thought, no one hurt Pendulette more. <laughs> Whoa. Not to be confused with, with the pendulum. Pendulum. This yeah. Pendulette. Uh-huh. Dif- different phenomena. <laughs> so anyway, so I was really curious. Well, like, how did he hurt him? And yeah. I'd always just kind of. Fist I'm, fight. No. <laughs> Beat the crap out of him, even though Pendulette's like 6'6 six, six or yeah, something. Uh, very tall. But I at least knew that Kreskin had somehow lied to him and let him down. Okay. But I In didn't. Pendulette's telling. Yes. Okay. But I didn't know the real story. And so while I was researching a little bit about this board and looking at some supplemental materials, I saw an interview where Pendulette said that as a child, he was really into science. He loved learning about the scientific method, got great grades in school. But around the age of 12, he found out about this game and got this game, the one that we were just playing with. Whoa. And he was so excited by this. And the way Kreskin had presented this and all the materials around it, the things that we were just reading, to him, this sounded like science. Yeah. And he thought, oh, these people are doing science. I'm doing science. And so he would have his family fill out these cards. Whoa. And day after day, they would try these things. And he was really into it. But then as he was also learning about juggling, that was something that he did early on as a, as a career. And he was getting into that. He would go to that section of the Dewey Decimal System, the 900s. And he would be reading about juggling and magic. And he saw in one of these books that he was checking out, an explanation essentially of how this stuff works on a trick basis. Okay. That these are tricks yeah. that you can use for show. And that is what just robbed him of his joy in science. He thought these people are oh. liars. And again, he, you know, in his 12 year old mind, he'd kind of conflated these things mm-hmm. where, you know, the magicians and the scientists, oh, they're all just liars. Oh, I see. And he said that as a result, his grades went down in science. He just wasn't interested anymore. And he no longer wanted oh. to be a scientist. That had been his goal in life to be oh, a scientist. Holy crap. Okay. And it wasn't until years later he was doing his juggling, he met Teller. And it was Teller who kind of gave him the information drop that you can do magic without lying, Mm -hmm. that that is possible. Teller shrugged at him and he got all that information, yeah. (laughs) That's right, yeah. (laughs) Teller can't actually talk. Um, So uh, anyways, I just thought that was fascinating that not only had Kreskin hurt him more than anybody else, but he did it with this game. 
Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you were inoculated to that, so I didn't hurt you with the game. <laughs> yeah. Nobody hurt me more than Carrie by giving me <laughs> by the getting Crespin three times as much ESP Crespin as me. ESP. But we should say, mm-hmm. not only did we find the delightful commercial for this game that we'll put at the end of the and remember section, uh, but also we found this 40 minute recording yeah. of Kreskin talking about how to use this game and things that you could do with a group of people. And yeah, and additional things you could do while you've got everybody there that don't really involve this game. Indeed. And some of it involved once you master the pendulum. Well, here's just an example of the top of Kreskin's head of how you could show that the pendulum works. Why don't you, if you have a group of like five people or more, send one person out of the room, make yeah. sure they can't hear you. This is insane, you guys. And then have one person that you select strangle another person, like put their hands around the other person's neck and, you know, of course, don't really kill them or choke their air supply off, but just really picture that you're doing it and and intend for them to die. And then the victim should convincingly pretend to be choked and act as if being murdered. I was telling Ross as I was listening to this, because you had finished it already, and yeah. I was listening to it after you, but I was texting you and I was like, oh my God, this is like uh, like an Alfred Hitchcock short where yeah. people would get these instructions and then start doing it, and then a murderer would be like, well, this is my chance. I'll just actually kill her. <laughs> right. And everyone's standing there going, oh, she's such a good actress. Oh my God. <laughs> Precious moments uh, to save her are just uh, right, bleeding away. <laughs> Exactly. Whereas I was listening to this thinking, this is the audio version of a Jack Chick track. Like everything that you think evil, horrible people ensorcelled by magic are doing if they've fallen from the Lord's goodwill, you know, they're playing out these games or they're pretending to kill each other and inviting evil spirits. Jack Chick was a evangelist who made these little comic strips about Christianity. That, that's yeah, these the, the small warning comic strips that you could leave everywhere and it would, you know, tell you, you know, what would happen if you had an abortion or if you played Dungeons and Dragons or, you know, whatever it may be. I just found one in Santa Monica the other day with Lindsay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Like a, a non-ironic actual mm-hmm. Jack yep. Chick track. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Look them up. They're fascinating. Anyways. So, yeah, I was listening to this thing. That's super creepy. And then you bring back the person from the other room and they should be able to use the pendulum and be able to tell the truth of who was strangled. And I would like to have Drew do that now. And then at the end of that recording, he was talking about other things you could do with this kid and the pendulum that comes with it. But one of them was to do table tipping, essentially, which is a seance trick. Uh, where you all get around the table and put your hands on the edge. And he tells you, follow this recording and you won't even need the recording in the future, but the table will move. Mm -hmm. And essentially, you're just counting on the fact that at some point, if you sit around for 20 minutes, someone's going to actually put pressure down on the table. And then the other person will be like, what the hell? Yeah, you're counting on there being at least one uh, 'er ne'er-do-well in the group. And actually, you don't even need one per group. 
You really just need one per uh, rumor mill. Exactly. Because if it doesn't happen, of course, uh, you blame yourself. Oh, I don't have the ability. Right. I wasn't sufficiently open. When that actually means you have five honest friends. But then if you hear, you know, Tim and Jessica and they say Mm -hmm. that we did it, you're like, oh, it's real. Oh, shit. Tim or Jessica is not to be trusted. Exactly. Or at least has a very short attention span. And then like Kreskin, if you're playing a numbers game, which is my assumption that he's doing with a lot of these things, then yeah, someone's going to mm-hmm. s- say they felt it and yep. be convinced. For sure. Now, can one of us pretend to murder the other and then we have Drew come in and use a pendulum and guess who? <laughs> I mean, sure. Okay, let me ask him. Carrie is uh, explaining the rules to Drew that one of us is going to pretend to kill the other. Okay, Drew is going to play along, so he's going to stay in the other room. And then Carrie or I are going to pretend to kill I or Carrie. One of us will pretend to kill the other. Okay, uh, shall I use my universe splitter app? Okay, great. Okay, in one universe, I will now pretend to kill Carrie. In the other one, I will now be pretend (laughs) killed. And then I told Drew we'll, s- Carrie. we'll shout out all done when it's done. Okay, so this universe splitter app is the digital equivalent of a coin flip, but a real photon is fired in Geneva or something. Geneva, exactly. Your universe is just split. You are in the universe in which you should pretend to kill. <laughs> and right now in the other universe, the other you is being told <laughs> to be pretend killed by Carrie. Now we will do that. <clears throat> okay, I'm gonna you know. <laughs> I'm gonna... Okay, all done. Okay, so now Carrie has let Drew know that we are done. And then we will get out the board and give Drew the pendulum. Hi, babe. Hi. Did Carrie kill Ross? It's not really moving. I mean, it's moving, but it's not. I would say it's kind of going. Oh, no. You tell us what you think it's saying. I mean, right now, it's not moving a ton, but it is closer to a yes. Right? Would you guys agree with that? Well, now it's going back and forth to no. <laughs> How would you interpret this? Well, see, I think it's important that we don't. Because okay. we know the actual answer. Well, okay, now I feel like it's pretty firmly on yes. We're going to make okay. you pick one. Okay, yeah. it's on yes. Okay. okay. Yes, Carrie killed Ross. That is incorrect. <laughs> Oh, nicely done, though. Yeah, thank you, babe. Thank you. Okay, so it was I who strangled Carrie. Hopefully that Mm -hmm. wasn't painful at all. No, not a bit. And I guess that makes me the most psychic person in this home. Like, if you think about it. (laughs) That is correct. So let's see, just just like going over (laughs) the data we got. So Drew got zero zero out of one. You got one out of 25. I got three out of 25. Just doing some quick mm-hmm, math. Mm-hmm. I think that I, I in fact, <laughs> the most psychic. So happy birthday. <laughs> Somewhere, Kreskin is uh, applauding you because he can read your thoughts. Oh, good for him. You know what? I say good for you, Kreskin. I think you're real, and ESP is real, mostly because I won. If I had not won, you're gonna die within the next year. Really different. (laughs) (laughs) Purely coincidentally, you're just very old. (laughs) 
you are old. That's my prediction. <laughs> oh, that was super fun. Thank Yay, you. This, uh, you're this welcome. will provide hours of entertainment. I really think it's interesting, though, that we had to sign each other's forms as a witness. Does it say anywhere to send it? Oh, no, I think it just adds legitimacy. It shows, you know, a real <laughs> test was had here. <laughs> Kreskin doesn't want to see it. Yeah, we should mail it to him. We should. Yeah, we Here's should find out his, his uh, legal name, look him up, find him, and let's yeah, he, really try to do that. His given name is like, like Kreska, like it's the same beginning, K-R-E-S and then G-E. Is that his surname or his, his Christian surname. name? Okay, I'm going to try to find him so we can send it to him and be like... George Joseph Kreska. Great name. I, really, I should have just used the pendulum to figure that out. <laughs> it would take a while. <laughs> that would have been easier than Wikipedia. Okay, I have to say thank you to my mom for giving me this information. She's still sending me photos of my baby book, which we'll, in- we'll include with this episode oh, fun. on the Facebook. Good, good. Yeah, make sure to send um, me those. There's a, lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff here. I celebrated my first birthday with two parties. First, a tea party with Lisa Mueller and Kelly Shin. We had lunch and played. You know, I must confess, I still take lots of pictures for all of our investigations, but I'm no longer good at posting them. So, oh, well, indeed, um, indeed if you send me those, I will post them that on Facebook. Is interesting because I have never been good at posting them, but they're on my phone. That's right. We've got a lot of archival images at some point we've got to collect. Yeah, certainly for this episode, we need lots of pictures. So, yeah, go to Facebook and I swear I will post a bunch of these pictures so you can see what we're talking about and what this game looks like. Because it's a fun design. This is very cool. I feel like this is not quite rating worthy. (laughs) I think we've gotten across what we think about this. Yeah. But certainly Um, there is uh, pseudoscience here. For sure. sure. I guess we can give quick numbers. All right. Pseudoscience. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to give this a eight. Okay. My intuitive answer was seven. Okay. What about... I I think the Pendulette story definitely influenced me there. Mm, Sure. Yeah. To a young mind, someone who's interested in science. Yeah. And all of this talk about testing and performing experiments. That's a good counterpoint, too, to the argument you often hear of, well, maybe this is bad science, but at least it gets kids interested. It gets people thinking about these things. Right. There's someone who got turned off. But did end up being eventually coming around it. to a rational perspective. Yeah, yeah, except for about climate change. How about creepiness? How creepiness? Creepy is this? Yeah, I mean, this is that's the best thing about this. Yeah, yeah, it's creepy. You know, very fun, creepy, and I think Ross and I are kind of we've kind of gotten the creepiness vaccine by now. But we still enjoy a good, delightful creepiness. Yeah, for sure. I'd give this a solid six. Oh man, yeah, I would. I would say at least seven. You know, what? I'm going to give okay. this an eight on creepiness because okay. uh, just listening. to to Kreskin describing <laughs> what you were supposed to do with this kid and like the whole <laughs> pretend killing and the the table tipping and all of that. Yeah. Uh, the seance, mentioning that we're going to do a seance. Like yeah. my mom and I stormed out of Winchester Mystery House because they were going to hold a seance. Good the, for you. So putting myself back in my 12-year-old boots. This, I'm going to stomp out of this weaponry house because they're holding a seance. <laughs> That's a bridge too far. Correct. Uh, so yeah, definitely this hit that creepiness scale for me. Okay. What about pocket trainer value where one is like uh, your friend gets you a gift <laughs> yeah. and then 10 is like the gift is is $50,000. Well, this just landed in my lap as a gift, so uh, I got to give it a one. <laughs> I'm going to give it a four, I would say. <laughs> you actually paid money for I it. I paid money for it. It wasn't, it wasn't very expensive. I want to say it was like 30 bucks plus shipping. Nice. And what would you give this on 
a danger rating? Um, zero. Okay. Um, I'll give it slightly higher. Again, thinking of Pendulette, you know, anyone who took this really seriously as a child, I'll, I'll say three. And if that person started to think that climate change wasn't caused in part by human activity, that's dangerous. Maybe he's evolved on that uh, in <laughs> the years true. since. There's yeah, been, actually, I think that is true. There's been has. plenty of time and evidence. Yeah. Uh, hot drinks. Hot drinks. Thumbs down. Too bad. This uh, 55-year-old game did not come with hot drinks inside of it. Rude. Is it really complete? Rude. Thumbs Uh down. Yeah. Kreskin. Get this out of here. Well, that's it for our show. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. Our administrative manager is Ian Kramer. This episode was edited by Ross Blotcher. You can support this and all of our investigations by going to MaximumFun.org slash join. You're joining because you're becoming part of a group, a family that yeah. supports us through the Maximum Fun family, bonus episodes, all that great stuff. Otherwise, how will I keep buying Ross birthday presents? Yeah, please. Hello. Keep them coming, Hello. Everybody. I'm never going to get into the Magic Castle. We also have social media. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash onrec, O-N-R-A-C. There will be pictures there this time. There will be pictures. I'll post them to our Twitter, too, because... Of the social medias, Twitter is better than Facebook, but twitter.com slash Podcast. You can also help out just by telling a friend, posting about us on your own social media, leaving us a positive review. I know what you're thinking, like, eh, what would one review do? It makes us look legit. Other people find us. Yeah. And you don't even have, you don't have to write anything flowery. You know, you can just give us like a high star review or you can write in, you know, we uh, changed your life. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Or you can be like... Wow, I really loved hearing about that really impressively psychic girl and her, like, you know, kind of bummer, unpsychic friend. And make sure to include all the likes and you knows <laughs> in that review. <laughs> you might be good at grammar, but I'm good at ESP. I like really totally like the, <laughs> the ESP <Shut> girl. <laughs> <laughs> and remember. This is Kreskin, an expert on ESP. ESP, extrasensory perception, mind over matter. Now Kreskin and Milton Bradley have devised a game about ESP. Kreskin's ESP. With Kreskin's ESP, you may reveal your feelings on love, on finance, on career, on travel and other fascinating subjects. It says yes. What results would you find with Kreskin's ESP? You can spell out names and words, guess ages, play lie detector, and more. Play Kreskin's ESP. Are you feeling elevated levels of anxiety? Do you quake uncontrollably, even thinking about watching cable news? Do you have disturbing nightmares, only to realize it's two in the afternoon and you're up? If you've experienced one or more of these symptoms, you may have FNO, news overload. Fortunately, there's treatment. Hi, I'm Dave Holmes, host of Troubled Waters. Troubled Waters helps fight FNO. That's because Troubled Waters stimulates your joy zone. On Troubled Waters, 
Two comedians will battle one another for pop culture supremacy. So join me, Dave Holmes, for two, two, two doses of Troubled Waters a month. The cure for your news overload. Available on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you riddled with guilt over your TBR pile? Are you filled with shame about a book that you just can't seem to finish? Are you having regrets because grad school killed your love of reading? We're Reading Glasses, and we're here to help. I'm Mallory. And I'm Bria. Let us absolve you of all your reading guilt. Stuck on a book you don't like? We'll help you dump it. Can't figure out what to read next? We'll recommend something in your wheelhouse. Can't decide where to buy your books from? We'll point you in the right direction. No matter what you read or how you read it, we'll help you do it better. Reading Glasses, every Thursday on Maximum Fun. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.